right, guys and gals, welcome back to the Summer Spectacular Edition of the Football Lab Podcast. I'm your host, Corey. Joined, as always, by Jared. Adam is also here with us. So, Jared, I want to – does it feel more fitting? Does it feel like we're back in football season now that we're talking conference realignment again? Uh, yeah, it, it feels it feels like the chaos it just took a small hiatus and then we're just kicking it off for the 2022 season with the same stuff. College football has never changed as much as it has in the last like 18 months. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it all kind of. I mean, obviously, there's the COVID season, and then and I not even count that. Just starting from Oklahoma and Texas yes. joining the SEC to today, college football has just changed drastically. Yeah, and so since everyone probably knows, uh, but UCLA and USC are going to the Big Ten. That is confirmed. They're actually going to be in the Big Ten before. Oklahoma and Texas joined the SEC. That's correct. And, and now it just looks like every Power Five conference, except for the SEC and Big Ten, are just up for grabs. Yeah, everybody's on notice. Jared, were you trying to say that the COVID season didn't count? Is that what I heard? <laughs> I agree with that. That, I, that assessment. I, I'm more or less just saying that the COVID season was the demarcation line that everything. The last true changed. national champions are the 2019 LSU Tigers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Adam. Be realistic about it. And you lost to the next true national champions, the Georgia Bulldogs. It's a fake title. We have 53 days until college football. Yeah. And it is. Yeah, 53 days. Cannot come soon enough. You know, this is the part of the season where every fan base convinces themselves, this is our year. We're going to win the national championship. Oh, boy. Georgia's a pro at that. Every 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 major Power 5 team, <laughs> every year, this is when, like, yep, we're doing it. This is our year. It took us 41 years of doing that before it actually happened. But it <laughs> happened. And it's our year. It's our summer. Like, you're right, like 50% of the time. So Yeah, that is true. Since the saving era, anyway. Yeah, for the last decade. Dude, with Setson Bennett, y'all can do anything. <laughs> no doubt, man. He is going to only ruin his reputation. <laughs> Should have went out on a high note. Should have just became like a grad assistant. Yeah, with this recruiting streak we got going right now, you can see it. Like, we can't recruit an offensive player unless it's a lineman. Defense is fine. How good of a financial advisor is Setson Bennett going to be? Dude, Dude he's going to be the top Kia salesman in all of South Georgia. <laughs> I'm calling it right now. He's going to end up being the treasurer for the uh, state of Georgia. He's going to be uh, governor one day. <laughs> Probably. He's got the name for it. Has a has a athlete or coach actually ever like held a? Tommy Tuberville. Tommy yeah, Tuberville. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Tommy Tuberville, and then who was the? Uh, he was a quarterback for the Washington Redskins, uh, or Commanders, or whatever. But from the, the Washington State. football team, they should have stuck with that. It's Didn't like Tuberville game. like sweep like all of Alabama except for like Tuscaloosa County? Oh, probably. <laughs> I think just out to spite. Good old Tuberville. Um, so then now there's obviously a lot of rumors about what's going to happen with Notre Dame and. Oregon and is the ACC going to stick together? Is the Pac-12 going to stick together? What's you know you got all these Pac-12 schools saying we're sticking with the Pac-12, but you know they're not sticking with the Pac-12. Yeah, uh, it it seems to me that the Pac-12 is dead, and the major programs are leaving. I'll say this: I know like this is one of the questions later that we're going to talk about, but I'll say this right now: the Pac-12, in all intents and purposes, is dead. Even if they survive, it's no longer a Power 5 conference. If they lose Oregon, USC, UCLA, 
in like Utah. I mean, that conference sucks. Well, and then you, I mean, I know Washington hasn't been that great, but I mean, that, that's that's also going to go to you. Do what now? You're going to be left with like Oregon State, Washington State, Cal, Stanford, Fresno State, and San Diego State, and San Jose State. That's well, your new Pac 12. No, well, Fresno State would have to join the Pac-12, right? Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's your new Pac-12. That's oh, your reimagined yeah. Pac-12 after everything's all said and done. I think you sent a text earlier showing the new Pac-12. Yeah, and it is, Pac-12. It is rough, rough, rough. Okay, rough. Oregon State, Fresno State, San Diego State, Colorado State, UNLV, Boise State, Air Force, Washington State, Cal, and Stanford. Gross. Uh, Air What's Force. What's the best team there? Boise? Air- I was going to say Boise or Air Force just because Air Force runs a triple option and no one can no one can stop it. <laughs> That's a terrible conference. That's so bad. I feel like part of the college football, though, is like at the end watching the Pac-12 implode on itself. Well, it all goes back like to Larry just- Scott. Everything goes back to Larry Scott. Yeah, he did this in a way. He is he definitely one of the dogs. like 15 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. He is one of the cogs and the many cogs that has made this machine end up to this point. But he is definitely yeah, well, see, still the Loki, right? Do it now. Loki, the TV show? Yeah. He's the fucking he's the variant that goes way off to the left and just ruins everything. Yeah. He he definitely ruined the Pac twelve. He didn't want to concede anything and there's just not I know there's a huge media market there, but the fan base is just there's not huge the media same. market in LA and that's it. But there's not a lot of football fans. No, because we've talked about this a million times. There's just better things to do in L.A. than go watch USC versus Cal. Yeah. When USC is 6-6. Six and six. It is a shame, though, that the Rose Bowl has essentially been – I mean, it's kind of done. I mean, I guess you'll end up with great games between UCLA and, like, Ohio State and Michigan and stuff like that. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, but who's going to be the other team? <sighs> No, I'm just talking about that. Isn't that UCLA's home stadium? Is the Rose Bowl? No, US, uh, does like UCLA I, play in the Rose Bowl? I thought the USC was the Coliseum and UCLA oh, you're right, you're the Rose right, Bowl. You're right, you're right. So, I mean, you'll still get to play there, but as far as like what the Rose Bowl meant, that's kind of over now. Well, thanks, Larry Scott. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there were some rumors that Cal and Stanford might consider shutting down their football programs. Yeah, and there was rumors, too, that UCLA was just going to go through and just gut their athletic program until they landed this Big Ten deal. Yeah. Uh, but Cal and Stanford just don't seem and, to care. And they UCLA is still riding high for beating LSU. So yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, Glad you got that shot in. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, it, it's unfortunate. I mean, it's uh, one of the older conferences, but people on the West Coast just don't really care about football. Yeah. Not enough of them. There's people that care, just not enough of them. Right. There's not, yeah, there's not diehards like there is. And I guess it's because, like, when you go to the West Coast, I mean, it's all transplants. Like, a good portion of the people are from the West Coast, but for the most part, it's a lot of people that aren't originally from the West Coast. Whereas in, like, the South and the Midwest, those are people from the South and the Midwest. Well, somebody, I saw on Reddit, somebody was talking about there's 20 more, 24 million people in LA, greater LA, and they can't fill UCLA or USC stadium. Even when they were, when USC was good, they weren't selling the stadium out consistently. And then you go to a place like, how many people lives in the state of Louisiana or Alabama or Georgia? 10 million live in Georgia. 
and Georgia Stadium's packed out, even against like <laughs> Austin Pay. <Pegg. Mercer>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so and I mean, Bama's gotten so used to winning that they have a lot of trouble. They're checking out at halftime in the middle of like a two thirty <laughs> game. Against Kentucky. The, Ram- the Rams coach had to like put out a statement saying, "Please don't sell your tickets like for the Super Bowl." Like he was, he was trying just to not make it an away game. They'll support pro teams that are doing well. I don't feel like I don't. I just don't think they care about colleges. They they care about the L.A. Lakers, and that's about it. Uh yeah, they care about the Dodgers. Yeah, that's true. They do care about the Dodgers. I feel like they do pretty well in hockey too. They just don't care about football the same way. Not but, college football, but because you, nobody I mean, nobody that lives there really went to UCLA or USC. But you see it, or USC when Reggie Bush was there. I mean, like what happened between then and now? It was huge. Yeah, but still, even then, they weren't like. I mean, they were packing out the big games, but they weren't packing out every game. And and here's something too. That's back went, when everybody was packing out every game. Yeah, the, I went to an Auburn USC game at the height of USC's like prestige. Auburn wasn't bad. And half, did, I feel like, I feel like why, half of that stadium was. Why did you good. go to that game? <laughs> uh, my dad knows people that uh, work at and go to school at Auburn, so we got free tickets to go. That was the first. I think that was the first college football game I ever went to. Actually, Ooh, big league. Yeah, dude, <laughs> the uh, the Auburn stands. That was a crazy experience. I've never been in a stadium where the uh, upper deck is so steep. The upper deck of LSU is really steep. Yeah. Well, I knew somebody there, so I, yeah, I didn't have to go that high. We ain't sitting in the upper deck. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so we talked about this. I mean, I think the Big 12, out of the three other conferences, the Big 12 has shown the most desire to stay at conference. How crazy is it that we were almost just like, just take them out to the woodshed, Big 12's done at the end well, of the Well, yeah, we said this about the Big 12 last year, but dude, for whatever reason, there's some resilient bastards down there in Texas and but- Oklahoma. The difference is, though, that the Big 12 has brought in enough new teams that it, and they can get a new TV deal, whereas the Pac-12 is essentially dead without USC. And especially... Well, who who was the Pac-12 hooked up? Because, like, the SEC and ACC are both with ESPN. Big 12 and uh, Big 10 are both with Fox. What was Pac-12 with? Pac-12 just had the Pac-12 network. They Jeez. don't think they had anyone. That was the whole thing. Is he just made their own network and it was? I mean, they like, showed a lot of their games on ESPN. That's because they're the only games on at ten thirty on yeah. Saturday. <laughs> but <laughs> the rest of the degenerates are still watching football. But this is a problem with the ACC, though. Is they just signed a like decades long media deal that pays each of their schools like twenty million dollars. And you're talking about every SEC school is going to get $80 million a year for the next three years. And the Big Ten, each school could get $100 million. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not a smart person by any means, but I just don't see why we can't just have two, like, massive conferences. That's what's going to happen. That's what we're going to We should just but call like, one the NFC and one the AFC. Well, That's just like basketball yeah. does, just have the East and the West and just have, like, you know, the um, divide that up. But, I mean – Oh, that's what's coming. That's it's what's coming, coming, dude. The, these other conferences are only going to survive for so long. Yeah, especially, I mean, the ACC's biggest problem. I mean, the Pac-12 is dead. The ACC has dead. enough good teams, but their media deal hurts them so bad. The well, Pac-12. and we've got rumors that Miami's trying to get out of the deal. 
You know, if Miami's going to try to get out, Clemson's probably going to try to get out. The L.A. market leaving Pac-12, I mean, I don't – They generated like half the revenue, but UCLA and USC was getting like 10% each. Oregon Oregon, and Washington are the only other two real money makers. They're the only other two good programs. Yeah. And Stanford, oh. eh. So, in, in my prediction, the Big 12 survives the ACC. The – the Big I think just the grit determination. Mm-hmm. I think the Pac-12 is done. I mean, I know we said this last year about the Big 12, but I mean, but I think I think the ACC, if they did lose like their top tier teams, they could pull a Big 12 and like raid some teams from like the American Conference. The the only way I could see the Pac-12 surviving is they landed someone like Notre Dame, which is not going to happen. Notre Dame's going to the Big Ten. It's only a matter of time. Yeah, They're, they just got to get the Big Ten to agree to something that makes Notre Dame look more prestigious so they can rub it in everybody else's face. So when you're going to have these teams going undefeated in the Pac-12, I mean, are they going to be – I mean, once, the UCLA, once USC and UCLA leave, unless they like, – unless like what Jerry said, they pick up a Notre Dame, they're not a power five. There's The power five no longer exists. It's the power four. And the other problem is there's no other schools left to pick. Big 12 got the best of the rest. The ACC is going to go between the Big 12, the SEC – in the Big Ten. I mean, yeah, or even Washington and Notre Dame. Those are your really your big three. And they're right. not they're not going to stay in the Pac-12. Well, There's no, no money. From kind of, I mean, they're going to have to win a conference at some point. But they're going to yeah. get left in dust. Yeah, it's it's only a matter of time. Um, it, it, this was all predicted by LSU Chancellor Mike Martin in 2011. Uh, he's the quote is, "I think we could end up with two super conferences." One called ESPN and the other called Fox. Boy, he Nostradamus. Old Nostradamus of the Bayou, man. Me and the LSU Chancellor were on the same page. Yeah. He had it about he had about twelve years before you, but that's all right. That's okay. Uh, on the recruiting front, uh, and a lot of other schools are getting to the Texas A and M Money Flex uh, era. Ohio State, Miami, USC, Tennessee, and Texas are all appear to be spending a lot of money. Yeah, Tennessee's updating their stadium and their facilities. Like they're spending. Oh, I'm talking groups. about like on recruits. No, I, I know. I'm just saying, like Tennessee, just they're 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 dumping all the cash. Dude, Miami's not even trying to hide it. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, Miami's out here talking about <laughs> purchasing purchasing the uh, ACC rights, their media rights, just yeah. buying themselves out, just yeah. so they can get somewhere else. Straight up. I think there's some guys, the same guys behind the live tour behind Miami's program right now. Just, the, just shelling Saudis? out money. Yeah, the Saudis. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, I mean, you I don't think you can deny that that's a possibility. I mean, look at I mean, they've gotten wrestling events over there. They've gotten people to come out of retirement to wrestle in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> they did they've done I mean Fight Island was in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I mean, it's and they're what they'll pay just all the money. They don't all care. of it. Shawn Michaels said he would never wrestle again. The Saudis threw probably like eight million at him. He's like, all right, I'll, one more time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, on the opposite end of the spectrum, a five-star line recruit, I did not get his name, uh, turns down reportedly seven-figure uh, NIL deals to stick with the hometown team in Iowa. Yeah. he. Um... It's a bold strategy, God. Well, I think, I think what's going to happen is you're going to see three, basically, pools of recruits. You're going to have the recruits who are going to go to the highest bidder pretty much no matter what. Your mercenary group. Yeah. And, I mean – 
you hate to say it, but most of those kids do not come from great backgrounds. I understand why they make the decision to make. They're 17 years old. There's somebody flashing a bunch of money at them. I get it. Dude, uh, they're flashing like eight and nine million dollars. Dude, like, I don't know if those numbers are legit. Those numbers seem legit. <laughs> if they're legit, if, they, if Miami paid eight million dollars for a four-star quarterback who's not even like a really high four-star quarterback, they're insane. I mean, it's always a possibility that could be that, and in time, I think those are gonna, the money's going to start to balance out. Oh, I do. Okay, back to what I was saying. So there's your there's your mercenary guys. Then yeah. there's your guys who, as long as they're getting a fair deal, they're going to go to the school they want to go to because you can get paid everywhere now. Yeah, and it's still about going to the next level. Right. At the end of the day, like, I, I think it's all pretty realistic for the three of us to say none of our programs are probably in the very top tier when it comes to paying players to come to their school right now in the current landscape. Yeah. But we're I, still going to recruit well because of it's Georgia, LSU, and Alabama. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, that was the whole controversy that got Jim Jimbo Fisher so pissed off was saving, basically calling him out. But he was trying to tell his boosters, like, we got to set up the same deal or we're going to start losing. Oh, no, no. It was a warning to everyone else. Yeah. And, you know, Georgia, I mean, Kirby Smart more or less said the same thing, but he said it in the forms of like, he's just worried where the state of college football is, but this is the only way to compete. Right. I agree with it. And then your last group is going to be the guys like this who don't, who their parents are probably in good financial shape. They don't really care about the money and just want to go where they want to go. Yeah. He want, like he Arch, was gonna, Manning, Arch Manning didn't, doesn't need the money. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, they're, they're super wealthy. A video came out last week of it. We were talking about Texas A&M of a Texas A&M staff member telling recruits on a visit, a pointed to the boxes that if you come here, those guys will pay you a lot of money, which is, very much against the rules. Yeah. Yeah. After after the whole spill of Jimbo saying that that's not the way they do things. And then. Dude, look camp- at the recruiting class right now. They're in like the 40s. Are they really? For 2023? They're not having a good year. So, I mean, it's early, but. Uh, they spent all their money this year. Yeah. They went all in, dude. Which is weird because gas prices are soaring. <laughs> yeah, you would think of all the schools that would just have like endless money to spend right now in this economy, it would be Texas A&M. Cause I mean, uh, Texas A&M is, Oh my God. Are they not in the top 50? Isn't that, but isn't that where Jerry Jones went? I mean, that's like the oil tycoon central. No, Texas A&M. Uh, he went to uh, Arkansas. So that's why the A&M Arkansas rivalry rivalry is in Jerry, Jerry world. Yes. Okay. I thought he went to A&M. No, I'm pretty sure he went to Arkansas. Side note, is Texas back? Uh, I mean, if they keep spending like this, it's going to be hard for them not to be back. I mean, I, I don't the believe. amount of talent that comes out of Texas, if you're throwing money at these kids, I don't know how you lose kids. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's – yeah, you really got to try to screw it up if you're in Texas and you got a bunch of money. Can we just take a little side track to uh, – how good do we think Arch is going to be? I think it sucks. Uh, take, no, did you, did you see that highlight it. video of him like running against Dude. that team that looked like he was like, number oh, seventy, God. the most athletic player I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, that dude's like thirteen, oh like God. chubby and like not athletic at all. Going to a Catholic school and Arch Manning's is back there dicing them up. Dude, ha- but it hasn't a bunch of players come out of there though that are actually uh, OBJ good. came from there. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not a ton of players. I mean, but they all went to that school. Yeah. Texas A&M is currently ranked 59th. 
Yeah, I was going to say they have five commits for 2023. They're currently ranked behind powerhouses such as Oregon State, Vanderbilt, uh, Georgia Tech, uh, Rutgers. Just the cream of the cream. Um, yeah, that's why. <laughs> so we're talking about this stuff. So what do you, at the end of the day, what do you think is going to have the biggest, like the one, we look back 10 years from now and we say that's the one that triggered everything. You think it's going to be NIL? It's NIL. Or conference realignment? Uh, I have, I mean, not that I agree with Adam often, but I think NIL is going to be. I think one. NIL has kind of started this whole thing. I think it's going to be the portal. I think the portal started everything. Yeah, but I think NIL is just made Because here's what's going to happen. You're just going to have more consolidation of the top schools, top programs, and then there's going to it's going to create a middle class that doesn't currently exist for teams like the Pac-12 or teams like the Big 12, where you have all these players that once they get to the college, they develop really well. So they're just going to transfer out and go to Alabama and cash in for one year before they go to the pro. You know, it's, it's almost as if like a pretty good coach kind of warned everybody about this whole thing. I mean, this this I mean, this is the world we live in now. Isn't it crazy to think that a farm league system has its own farm league system? Yeah, <laughs> because- I mean, that we're in the process of like it's establishing itself as like a full blown like almost relegation league. Yeah, like you're either one well, of the top players. To. Relegation league would be dope. Did relegate? Did the Premier League? They have it figured out. It's relegation, just- relegation. Yeah, would be no. sick. Relegation would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine like? LSU Alabama for like the winner gets to yeah. stay, the loser like goes. Winner gets to stay in the SEC, loser has to go, go to the twelve. <laughs> ooh, ooh, that's brutal. You would I see mean, some, I, I wish. I honestly wish like it would just be two huge conferences. And I mean, that's well, what we're going to. It's you know, going to happen. Yeah. I mean, this effectively almost gives you that. It's just the Southwest versus the Southeast and then the Northeast versus the Northwest. Do you think the programmers at the new college football game have like already like programmed all like the conferences and now they're having to go back every time. Well, in 2014, they added, I think that was the first year where you could actually get, cause that was the year after there was a bunch of the original shuffle conference realignment. Um, they put that as a feature in the game. You can like completely customize conferences and uh, instead of like working out. Oh, that's right. The only thing you can't do is you can't get rid of any conferences. All right. So here's one other question when it goes with realignment. How many teams, if it's just going to be two conferences, how many teams each? Like 20? And they cap it, it out? To, you'd have to be like 24, 25, probably. So you think they would go all the way? My point saying that is like it, it seems like the SEC is kind of content where they're at. And there's like right a hundred and what? There's a hundred and thirty schools that play D one college football right now. Yeah, and you got. I mean, if you had two conferences, I mean, even fifty. That's I mean, if you do fifty between the two, that's still not even half. No, no. But what, what I'm saying. About- well, I was just gonna say, like, I, I don't think. I mean. As far as the money that these media deals are going to be, I mean, when you start adding too many schools, there's too many pieces of pie to go around. I mean, there's about to be stupid money. Well, then they'll just splinter off and create smaller conferences, and we'll be right back to where we were. That would be crazy. I just think the best would be if, like, somehow we had two huge conferences, and then you had – somehow you could relegate teams or promote teams to the major conferences. 
I, I don't know how you would even do that, but that would be sweet. It'd be sweet. It'll never happen. Yeah. Uh, this just kind of sucks, though, because unless they expand, expand the playoffs, which I'm not sure they're going to do it all now, I, I don't know what's going to happen. They can't do it until 2025. 2025 yeah. is not the earliest they can do it. I mean, what's going to happen between now and then? Could Who knows? Yeah. Well, by that time, that will, every, all the changes will have actually taken place. Yeah. Because, I mean, the three, team, the three conferences that voted against it were the Big Ten, the ACC, and the Pac-12. Yeah. Uh, I mean, pretty much Pac-12 is not going to exist anymore. You got to think the Big Ten would now – well, I think it came down to how the teams got in because – those three conferences wanted their conference champions to automatically qualify. And then like the SEC was like, nah, that's not how this goes. Yeah. Well, I mean, and the SEC is really not in a place to like one expansion. Really? I mean, it, it seems like any which way this goes, it's just going to benefit the SEC as far it's, as the playoffs go. Many years they've won like 75% of the national championships. I, I know. So I'm saying it doesn't matter how it really goes that the sec just gets more teams. There's more chances for sec team to win it all. Yeah, that's true. Uh, UAB head coach, Bill Clark is stepping down immediately due to health issues. Now, that's a tough one to see because I mean, he brought that program back from the dead basically. Yeah. Did they say what his issues were? Was it? No, nah, they didn't go into detail. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of pretty serious for him to retire immediately. Yeah. Makes you think it's probably cancer or something, but who knows? Uh, I'm not going to speculate. Yeah. I just, I just did. <laughs> Jared just confirmed cancer. <laughs> no, Jared did not. Uh, Ohio State has received uh, approval to use the on all their clothing. Good for them. I mean, what a stupid – I mean, I guess more power to him. Name, name a more insecure Power 5 team. Uh, Notre Dame. <laughs> I mean, but why? Why? why Dude, team? okay, so Brian Kelly's Twitter account, he only – like, it's definitely run by a staff member. Like, Brian Kelly has never logged into this Twitter account. All it does is, like like – Post the same GIF after a player commits, and that's the only activity this account does. Pretty much every single one that they've done since, uh, since like the most recent run, the second or third comment is always a Notre Dame fan just shitting on Brian Kelly. <laughs> every single time. Doesn't Brian Kelly have a burner account? No, I do. Not. If you told me list five coaches in college football that do not use Twitter, Nick Saban's number one. Uh, then uh, Brian Kelly's number two. Uh, Lane Kiffin's a close third. <laughs> Dude, Lane Kiffin's all about Twitter. Dude, yeah. I know. I'm being sarcastic. No, did you that, uh, somebody Lynch. created an account of his dog and he just retweets the those tweets all like 24 uh, No. <laughs> yeah, Juice Kiffin has his own Twitter account and all Lane Kiffin does is just retweet the Juice, uh, Juice Kiffin Twitter account. My man. It's actually, I mean, it's pretty funny. Yeah, I don't understand. But to go back to what we're talking about, I don't understand the V on the clothing. I don't understand what's wrong with Ohio State. They, I, how they're just pretentious. I, they think they're better than everybody else. I guess. I mean, they always have a top five. They haven't won a championship in a while. Yeah, I don't understand that part. They have top five recruiting class every year. They pretty much dominate their conference, and then nothing. Yeah, but dominating their conference. I mean, who? 
I mean, they they beat up on Michigan for the past ten years. And then beat up Jamie for the last ten years. What does it say about you? <laughs> I'm just saying, we still, at the end of the day, have to play LSU, Georgia. Right. I mean, I, I I would love if like Alabama got to play like all those teams in the season. Like, oh, dude, what I would give to have like a mid October matchup with Oregon State. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I would love to play Clemson like during the middle of the year. Like I enjoyed it. Notre Dame. Dame. Like <laughs> I enjoyed those I mean, too. It, it it just it answers so many questions that like we always have to ask ourselves at the end of the year, like, are they really that good? Like yeah. it's tough. Well, one of the things that surprised me, I mean, everybody was talking about how great well, you know, last year, you know, they were talking about Cincy, Ohio State, uh, Michigan. And then when they played Bama and SEC and Bama and Georgia, I mean, it didn't. It wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. I mean, Bama did nothing but just hand the ball off. Since he couldn't do anything, we put and, up and, forty-eight on Oklahoma and a half. And, and we we ran the ball in Cincinnati, and we could not run the ball at all all year. Literally anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> LSU held y'all to four rushing yards. Yeah, I mean, like. <laughs> like like they knew we were gonna run. We haven't ran the ball well all year, and we still ran it down Cincinnati's throat. That was the that's probably Nick Saban's favorite game of all time. I'm yeah. sure you got to go back to his roots. <laughs> I mean, like you want to talk about just I don't know. He looked at Bob and said, "Pound the rock." I was like, "You got it, boss." <laughs> Uh, I don't know if anybody saw this or not. Former Minnesota player uh, Val Martin goes on a Twitter tirade against P.J. Fleck in the University of Minnesota. I did not see this. According to Val Martin, after the end of one of their practices at nine o'clock at night, at nine o'clock at night, P.J. Fleck read an article about himself to the entire team. <laughs> Dude, college coaches and their egos, man. They probably know no bounds. Read the boat. Read the boat. Yeah, I guess you just have to either be with it or go somewhere else. All right, so uh, college football 20, uh, 2023 got a small update, some news. Looking at July release next year, um, there's currently no deal in place for player compensation. There are teams that are missing, and all they say about Dynasty Mode is it will be included in some capacity. I mean, Jesus, I would hope so. I mean, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. That doesn't sound promising. I'm not gonna none lie. of this. Like, like any time, any time you say some capacity, yeah, that, was that a, like there was a Madden game. Yeah. I think it was the first one that came out in the 360. That all, all it had was play now. That's all it had. Yeah, you couldn't do a franchise. You could, I mean, nothing. All you could do was like one v once. That's not gonna be good. Some capacity, Jesus. But you know what they will have? That's eight million different ways to play Ultimate Team. Dude, I can't stay an ultimate team. It's the worst thing that ever happened to the game. I can't wait to pay ninety nine cents for a loot box with a with a five percent chance of pulling AJ McCarron. Oh, dude. So okay. So <laughs> I actually played. There was an ultimate team mode in NCAA fourteen, but that was like right at the very infancy of that stuff. So if you complete the tutorial, you get a player card. Anyone want to take a random guess what that player card is? <laughs> what year was it? Twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. Is it an LSU player? No. He did play in the SEC, though. Is it? Was it the Kentucky quarterback? I'm not, 
Is it Jared Give me Lorenzen? a name and I'll tell you. Was that Jared? Jared Lorenzen. It was not Jared Lorenzen. Oh, that's a shame. My only other guess would be uh, John David Booty. Aaron Hernandez. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, that's... Uh, that that's unfortunate. That's, yeah, not a good choice. Uh, I mean, he, he had to he had to be like the number one card then on. Uh, he was he was great. Yeah, dude. Uh, Joey Chestnut turned in probably the most patriotic performance of a lifetime this past July Fourth. He won the uh, Nathan's hot dog eating contest with a broken foot, and he choked out a protester uh, mid race. Yeah, choked okay. out a protester, then still won. Okay, yeah. so this is the first hot dogging kind of I've watched in like probably like five or six years, but like they're introducing all these guys and they're like talking about their credentials. And I'm like, man, these guys are like legit. And they're talking about all their stats. Like the best they've beaten is like 33, 34. Dude, Joey Chestnut doubles that. And it's, it doesn't even look like he's like trying, like, like the, the skill gap is not even close. Yeah. He's run away with it. I feel like, like, like he's even be a lot closer. Has anyone ever dominated a sport like Joey Chestnut? No, dude, it's not even close. I mean, maybe that great... the king is shoving wieners down his throat. <laughs> I, I mean, the, the second place is not even. It's he's like barely half of what he can. Like, it's oh, not, so Jared and I were talking close. about this before we started. Before you got online, because you were late as always. Um, but anyways, did you, you know what happened to Kobayashi? No. I did. So they made him sign a contract that he would be exclusive to the Nathan's hot dog eating contest, but they knew he was going to eat in other competitions. They just did it to trick him so he couldn't participate in the contest anymore. Yeah. So as so soon he as he arrested. went, as soon as he went and competed in another one, breach of contract, said he could ever come can't, back, can't compete ever again. So he showed up in 2010 as a spectator, and the crowd saw him and started chanting his name. So he went to go get on stage. <laughs> And uh, Nathan's hot dog people had him arrested, and he's never he's never going to come back. So you're telling me that there's somebody out there that can eat more hot dogs than Joey Chestnut? Yeah, Joey Chestnut's a fraud. <laughs> I don't know if All he's right. a fraud. Well, fraud, fraud, fraud might be a little strong. <laughs> he's just – his one true competitor is banned from competing at – His his one equal, potentially. But so, so what Kobayashi did for a couple years after that – is he would go to a bar in New York during like when the competition was going on and he would do it against them just at its other location. Well, apparently in 2011, he set a record that Chestnut didn't beat until like 2016. Yeah, I'm going to need them to square off ASAP. Right, dude. Like, who cares about the match? Like, July 4th, Chestnut versus Kobayashi on the Empire State Building. Yeah, that's what you No, 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 no. On the Statue of Liberty. On... On the flame. On the, loser, the loser has to base jump off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Joey Chestnut just throws Kobayashi off. That's how he broke his foot. <laughs> All right. So, uh, well, wait, wait a minute. While we're on the competitive eating, okay. we can talk about the guy that chugged a gallon of lemonade in uh, 30 seconds. I didn't see this. That was, that was before the hot dog eating contest. Oh, that he's like the hype man? No, no. He was. Uh, it's a different guy? competition. Uh, he worked for Mike's Hard Lemonade. No, it was the guy. Uh, what's his name? Badlands Booker. I have no that idea. Was, yeah. It was. A, it was. Uh, Mister, know who that is? 
Oh, dude, Badland, Eric Badlands Booker. I'm looking him up now. He's saying it, dude. It's just, it's not. Really he won a second career chug contest. That they did uh, that uh, before the hot dog eating contest. Oh lord, dude, he looks like a heart attack waiting to happen. He set a Guinness record mm-hmm. for drinking a two liter sodas in 18 seconds. Oh my god! Drinking two liter soda in 18 seconds? Yeah, he guzzled a gallon of the um, lemonade in 30. How many you never said he guzzled ever again? He said he said before he did the lemonade chug. I was recently diagnosed with type two diabetes. I'm never gonna stop chugging. <laughs> Get rich or die trucking. Oh, good All right. So, since we're on the topic of conference realignment, we're going to do a little conference realignment draft. Uh, Jared is the SEC, Adam is the Big Ten, and I am the Big 12. Uh, we're each going to pick five teams. Uh, snake draft. Uh, you can steal one from one other conference, but it can't be a recent conference champion. So, Jared, you are up first. All right, and with the first pick in the draft, I'm going to take Notre Dame. Ooh. Take them. All right, Adam, who you got? Huh, I got to take Miami. Miami? That If you didn't take them, I was taking them. Well. Uh, okay, well, in that case, I'm going to take – I'm going to take Clemson. All right. And then I will also take – I mean, logistically, it doesn't make sense, but it's really hard to not pick Oregon. Yeah, I'm not even worried about logistics. I'm just going to pick teams. Yeah, I mean, the Big Ten basically said screw logistics, so I'm taking Oregon. All right. Well, in that case, I'm going to take Florida no, State. You're not going to take oh, anybody oh, because it's sorry, my turn. Jared's going to take Florida State. So Adam, I'm going to take Florida State. Okay. Fine, fine, fine. All right. Tell you who he doesn't have, Florida State. Well, I can tell you I can have, though, is Wisconsin. That's a good choice. They're strong, uh, they're strong cultural fit in the SEC for sure. Yeah. Always always working with those defenses. Oh, no, I'm just talking about their alcoholics. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> All right, Adam, who you got? We're getting down to Adam actually really. Oh, no, actually, I got to pick again. Oh, snake drift. That's what threw me off. All right, uh... I'll bring it back this side, and I'll go with uh, UNC. UNC, okay. It's all choice, all choice. I think I will go with NC State. Okay. Shit, man, that's not who I wanted. I was thinking, I was thinking, I was thinking Oklahoma State. Uh, I like my Gundy. I was thinking him. Well, yeah, yeah you like them. Oh, All right, God. I am going to take – I'm going to take Pitt. Ooh, nice pick. Because uh, Pitt and West Virginia, very storied rivalry there. I'd like to see that one reunited. And then for my second pick, I'm going to steal Nebraska from the Big Ten. Ooh, nice. Greatest 3-9 and team of all time. They, 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 to me, Nebraska is a Big 12 school. They're not a Big Ten school. Yeah. All right, I'll, uh, I'm going to steal a team from SEC. I'm going to steal LSU. You can't steal LSU. They're a recent conference champion. You Are they a recent conference you? champion? Yes, within the last five years, they won a conference championship. But it, I don't think five years. That's not recent. I would hey. say a year or two, then we're talking recent. All right, so Oklahoma State was just what you wanted. <laughs> you can take Oklahoma State if you want them. They're not a recent conference champion. 
I'll take shit. I guess I'll take Texas A&M. All right. You can have them. Yeah. My <laughs> you can have them, buddy. I mean, I want a team that pays their players. Like, I, I want, I want the team that's just getting. They might have blew all their load in year one, and I don't have anything left. Uh, okay. So, question: um, Is it only one conference still, just flat out, or can you, is it one per conference? Wait, steals? Yeah, you only steal one. You only steal one. Okay, one of the conferences. So I already got mine with Wisconsin. Um, all right. Yeah, that's a good. That was a great steal. I think I'm gonna go with. Boy, slim pickings here. I'm gonna go with Utah. Okay. And then I'm gonna go right after that and say Virginia Tech. VT. Not gonna go with Georgia Tech, huh? No, no, no. piss on. Uh, has Virginia Tech <laughs> ever won a big game? I feel yeah, like they used to win big games. I mean, they didn't win like championships, but they used to win big games all the time. They just weren't they weren't a championship level school. I just feel like they were the team you scheduled to like start off your year just to beat the shit out of Virginia. Like Tech. they weren't bad. They weren't actually, a couple good. times. <laughs> yeah. All right, Adam. Last pick. Yeah. Washington State. Washington State. Okay. Yep. Washington's on the board, and you take Washington well, State. In that case, I'm taking Washington. <laughs> you obviously, you obviously haven't been reading the the forums. I have. The uh, yeah. on a hot street. Don't worry about it. Is Mike Leach coming back? Don't worry about it. I have sources. <laughs> you one thousand percent thought Washington was Washington State. There's a good chance you might be right. <laughs> oh, oh man! And honestly, dude, like I, I wanted to take Colorado because I wanted to also bring them back to the Big Twelve. I, I, I really wanted Oklahoma State. I really wanted that. You still you had your chance to take him. You took Texas A&M. No, well, no. I, I'd rather have Texas A&M over Oklahoma State. But if you ask me Oklahoma State over whoever I took instead, NC State. I mean, we can keep going. I mean, we got more teams. No, no. I want I want Oklahoma State over NC State. Let's just keep we rolling with it. only steal one from one conference. I know, I know, but I would like to change right. the rules. All right. Yeah. Who you got? Is it me? Yeah. yeah. I don't think I know any other college football teams. They're on, if you're looking there's at the there's, there's still a few down there. There's a um, teams down there. I, mean, I, I appreciate you admitting you don't know anything, though. Yeah. <laughs> the first step is uh, admitting. Well, I mean, you kind uh, of do that when you pick Washington State or Washington State. <laughs> I'll, I'll, pick, I'll pick Duke because I feel like Duke's always like – they're always like about to win a big game. Like, like I feel like once they win a big game, they're gonna really get over basketball. The hey man, it's a great, great selection. The 2012 twenty twelve uh Chick fil A bowl right there. Hey, you play your game, I'll play mine. Yeah. <laughs> that, let him draft his draft. Yeah, dude. All right. Uh I'm gonna go I'm gonna go okay, so we are including the teams that have confirmed they've they've gone. So like Cincy and Houston are off because I've already started. Right, right, right. They're they are okay. big ball teams. Okay. All right. Well I'm gonna go uh I'll go ahead and just steal up the state of Virginia. I'll just take right. Virginia and then I'll turn right around. And you know what? We'll we'll invite little brother back in. Let's get Georgia Tech in here. I was wondering if you were just gonna leave him out in the cold the whole time. <laughs> I was thinking about taking one of the next one. Just to... all right, Adam, who you got? 
I will take. I also consider power five schools. I mean, a uh, group of five schools. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't really help me. Yeah. Um, I'll go and take Arizona. Okay. The worst of the two Arizona schools. Yep. I think I I think mainly just for the weather. I mean, here it's nice out there. Oh, Adam. <laughs> uh, I am going to take... Uh, give me Stanford. Yeah, why not? They might, they might quit and on you. And Syracuse. Man, does little Tua still play for Syracuse? He, play, he plays for Boston or uh, Maryland. But yes, uh, he, he still is a starter there. Okay. All right. I'm... Oh, wait. Adam, it's your turn. This is going to be the last round because we don't have enough to do another round. I'll take uh, Louisville. All right. That's unfortunate. I was going to pair up Louisville and Kentucky again. Well, sucks to suck. All right. Well, uh, I'll do Arizona State. All right. And that's or is that it? Is it? That's it. All right. So Gary's additions to the SEC are Notre Dame, Wisconsin, UNC, Utah, Virginia Tech, Virginia, Georgia Tech, Arizona State. Adam is adding Miami, Florida State, NC State, Texas 8 and 4, Washington State, Duke, Arizona, and Louisville to the Big Ten. And the Big 12 is adding Clemson, Oregon, Pitt, Nebraska, Washington, Colorado, Stanford, Syracuse. I'm not going to lie. The Big Ten would be lit if this happened. Uh, it Miami, would. Miami, Florida State. Is With what a- they already have coming in, yeah, it would. Notre Dame makes absolutely no sense in the SEC. I, I'm, but, not, I'm not going to lie, Jared. More sense your, than does. Your SEC, like, I think all those teams would get dominated. I mean. Like, that, that would not be fun to watch. On yeah. I, Notre Dame, Wisconsin, they got the SEC money. Maybe they could actually Notre, compete. Notre Dame in Wisconsin could be fun, but yeah, I agree with you. The rest Wisconsin, of them is just going to be. Wisconsin is it's in Wisconsin. All right. Let's say Notre Dame somehow just, just somehow under a circumstance got into the SEC tomorrow. What's their record in that end of the season? Cool. They're I definitely not in my Notre Dame prediction thing yet. I haven't looked at their schedule. If they were in the SEC. No, no, like, I'm just saying, like, let's substitute them substitute for, like, Missouri or somebody. I think they could go 7-5-4. Yeah, I think that's probably accurate. Maybe middle of the road. And that's the problem. At the end of the season, every year it's going to be like, should Notre Dame get into the playoff? Let me see it this way. So I've done my SEC predictions. I have in the in the East or the West, I have four teams at eight and four, and in the West, I have four teams at seven and five. Oh, really? Yeah. My, just... so my the model I use is a little off because like it has Alabama at ten and two. I I think Alabama's going to win all their games, and Alabama got you know. Mostly, like they're winning every game, but the way I did it, it just it adds up to ten and two. Yeah, uh, yeah. I like. I think Georgia should win every game in the East, but I feel like they're going to drop at least one. I've got you. You Did know, you have Georgia dropping a game? Uh, it could be anybody. Uh, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if we lost South Carolina or early at South Carolina, which is that's a that's not great. But the rest of your schedule is pretty favorable. I was going to say the South Carolina game or the Kentucky game are the worry ones. Mm, I wouldn't that late in the season. I wouldn't be worried about Kentucky quite as much. 
Well, the thing is, it doesn't matter. Every year we play Kentucky, we get beat up. So even if we win, uh, it's it's rough after that. I love it how y'all you're coming up with Natty and you're you still just I have no faith. Worry about South Carolina week three. Yeah. Uh, Vanderbilt is playing away games at Hawaii in Northern Illinois for some reason. <laughs> it's wild. Speaking it's of Vanderbilt, I'm not gonna lie. If you have you ever been to a game at Vanderbilt Stadium? No. It's it's actually, but it's actually not bad. I went to an Alabama game there, and you're like, the stadium's so small. You're like right up on the field. It's pretty sweet. It's a high school game. It's a high um, school game in like Valdosta, Georgia. Yeah, but like, there, like there's not a bad seat in that place. You're that's, like right on the field. That's what I'm saying. Have you ever been to Marietta Stadium? I'm not. <laughs> I mean, it's it, Vanderbilt and Marietta have a lot of things in common. <laughs> All right, random topics time. Uh, has the pandemic been the catalyst for the wild changes we've seen in sports, primarily college football? Or were these changes inevitable? I think NIL was inevitable. It was all inevitable at some point. I'm not surprised we're not giving recruits like bitcoins. Like I'm surprised like they're not giving. Why would you want a bitcoin right now? The value, the it's in the tank. Uh, I, I don't know. I still don't even know what a bitcoin. Apparently, that's how Texas A&M was paying all their recruits was bitcoin. Well, all I know is OBJ got paid nothing for his Super Bowl run because he, he lost. Got paid, he lost money. <laughs> He didn't make it. We're not really known for our uh, financial acumen here in Louisiana. Hey, I mean, if it comes back, though, he's going to be sitting pretty. Yeah, when he's 95. Yeah, no doubt. Um, What happens to college football playoffs and bowl games with conference realignment? I mean, the bowl games, I mean, they'll just shuffle around. I mean, the fact that they're still adding bowl games, like the bowl games aren't going anywhere. Yeah, I agree with that. I just think that you're – like we were talking about the Rose Bowl earlier, I don't. It's going to lose its luster. The l- last year's bowl season right was right now. Terrible. It's, still, it's still in the the playoff rotation, so I mean, it's not like you were getting that matchup every year that wasn't it wasn't included. I mean, it wasn't. It was strictly Big Ten versus Pac twelve. Yeah, I guess that's playoff true. rotation. They were they were playing a playoff game. There. I mean, I guess that's fair to say. Like one of the best Rose Bowl games I've ever seen, and I'm biased, but yeah, it was Georgia versus Oklahoma. Insane. I just think the bowl season has become so irrelevant. They need to trim back the bowls. Well, yeah, they've got- especially like if you're if you if you're a good player, like you're not going to play in the bowl game. Like if it's not the playoffs, there's no reason. Well, if you're trying to put out some good tape so you can transfer to a good school, I mean, small bowls, yeah, for sure. I just think the better right, teams, here, like New Orleans Bowl. If, if you're going in the draft, you're not playing your bowl game. Like you're just not. And then, and then, as soon as that happens, it's like, all right, well, you know, we would have beat you if this guy was playing or not. I mean, it, they lose all their like attraction. Yeah, like LSU would beat Kansas State if we didn't have a wide receiver playing quarterback. I mean, the bowl season has just gotten—I don't know. Like the There's bowls, we used to be looking forward to. Now I feel like you're just looking forward to like the um, New Year's. It doesn't bowl matter to like the week before New Year's. That's the only game. Yeah. And even most of those don't matter. I mean, unless you're doing like a bowl pick'em or something, like I just don't. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, who is the surprise team and the bus team of 2022? Um, I think 
I, I'm not sure who the surprise team will be. I mean, it's going to either be like USC or Oklahoma because I don't, I don't really think either of them are picked to be necessarily that good, but they could be. I'll tell you what, Oklahoma was the hardest team to figure out. Yeah, well, I, you don't know. You don't know what you're getting with Oklahoma this year. I still don't. And, but yeah. my bust for next year is Texas eight and four. Texas eight and four, baby. And, and I'm saying a bust even at eight and four because everybody is picking them to be a top five team, and I just don't understand the logic. They got worse. Now, listen, you want to listen talk to the stretch. 2024, they're going to be unreal. Right. So they the middle of their season, they play Miami, then they play Arkansas, then they play at Mississippi State, at Bama, and at South Carolina, and then they play Ole Miss. Dude, that dropping. is a murderer's row of a schedule. Yeah, they they are not making the playoffs next year. And if they win all those games, they're going to win it all. <laughs> but they're not going to. <clears throat> yeah, that's a rough schedule. Can we have a comeback team of the year? Sure. Uh, I mean, if they were in the playoffs, they're not a comeback team. Well, I was going to choose Clemson. Okay. Uh, well, that uh, could be your team. I, I could see them being because. Well, here's the problem with Clemson. The hardest game they have next year is Notre Dame. Yeah. So they got to play Miami. But they play Notre Dame. That's their. That's yeah, their yeah, Notre Dame. Play. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not. I can see Notre Dame. I can see Notre Dame being a bus team as well. They have a pretty rough schedule, just based on the like the times I had to fill them in for other teams' schedules. They don't have. They have a pretty rough schedule. And that, I think and they I play just, somebody. They play somebody. Play Ohio State early. Yeah, yeah we I, won. I, I just don't think they got better. I mean, not the they want to sit term. there and talk about oh, we got this great coach. I mean, your coach just blew a twenty point lead in the bowl game. Yeah. Yeah, it was not a good They coach. had a 20-point lead, and then they finished up like throwing the ball 60 times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not – I mean, everybody was ranting and raving about their quarterbacks. I'm like, they're not that great. They're good. I just – I don't think Notre Dame is as strong as people are thinking – they're saying they are. Say, I mean – Yeah. I think they kind of fall in that same, same category as Texas A&M. Uh, dude, my surprise team, I honestly don't know. Nebraska. Nebraska would be a surprise team. Yeah. What was the team last year that, that had, like, the best team but, like, the worst record? Are you going to ask this question every time we bring up Nebraska? <laughs> it's, like, my favorite snap. Hey, what was that team that went 3-9 yeah. and nine, was the best 3-9 yeah. team of all time? Who was that? The greatest 3-9 and nine team of all time, Nebraska. Uh, well, I, I watched, like, this YouTube. It was, like, it was like if like this happened, then like it would show like all the plays that they just went the other way. Dude, they were legitimately insane. ten plays from being. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I didn't. I didn't just say that to make it up. Like that's the truth. <laughs> you know who else that I could classify as a surprise team if this were to happen is if Texas loses to Kansas again. <laughs> I would love for Texas to go eleven and one with their only loss being to Kansas. That would just. God. Oh, also, a surprise thing for next year, LSU. We're going to be better than people think. Who's starting for uh, Texas at quarterback? Uh, Quinn Ears. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Who, who is Mucha. actually a high-rated. <laughs> they, there's been three quarterback prospects that have been 1.0s overall in recruiting ranking services. Uh, Vince Young, Quinn Ears, Arch Manning. All three went to Texas. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I, I still, for the life of me, I mean, maybe it's because he's a Manning. I just, after watching some of those videos, like I went oh, from it being, is a thousand percent because his last name is Manning. Yeah. So, so I, uh, I like looked at his, like, what is it? The 247 or yeah. I like looked at his recruiting, like profile and the guy who scouted him made him seem like he was like the next Tom Brady. So he doesn't do any of the other camps. So like you, yeah, have, yeah. you don't, you don't see him in like, he's not doing elite America. 11. Yeah. He's never competing. Because, I mean, his name's Arch Manning. He doesn't have to. But, like, but like the guy who scouted him literally, like, made him seem like he was, like, the next coming. Well, all the scouting reports are yeah. usually very positive. Um, which would be the first, first Power 5 conference to become defunct? We kind of talked about this. I think it's the Pac-12. Not in the sense that they may not even exist as being a conference, but they will not be a Power 5 conference anymore. Yeah, they they will cease to be Power Five. The, their only shot is to hold on to Oregon and Washington, and I don't think they hold on either. Yeah, and the next one we kind of did with the draft, in a way. Yeah. I mean, really, the only other really big big market, I guess you could say New York, but there's no New York New York football teams. I mean, Rutgers. They're not even New York; they're New Jersey. I know, but that's the closest you're going to get. And Rutgers sucks. Yeah. So the question was, if conference realignment is based upon TV media deals, which it certainly seems to be, what are the largest remaining media markets for the Big Ten and SEC to attempt to capture? Well, the Big Ten got the granddaddy of them all with L.A., and they got both schools in L.A. Yeah, but I mean, like I think New York kind of runs to the same problem as L.A. There's just better things to do, and most of those people aren't from there. Yeah. But where's Syracuse at? Syracuse like upper New York. Yeah, so I mean, I guess you could say that, but I mean, I mean, yeah. Syracuse has a loyal fan base. They're just not—they're just not a big money school. Yeah, so I mean, Only if you were looking at stadiums the... being named after an HVAC company and they didn't have any air conditioning. <laughs> I mean, that was one of the reasons people speculated that the SEC went after Missouri. They went after Texas A&M for the money. They went after Missouri for the St. Louis market. Yeah, that, that makes it. sense. And that was it. Yeah. But there was no other re- – they needed another team, so they just went after a team that had a good media market. So if you look at it in that same respect, I mean, it's Oregon and Washington, wherever they go. That's right. the two. And Notre Dame. And Notre Dame. But Notre Dame has just got a nationwide following. Well, Notre Dame, yeah. I mean, it's just theirs because they have, like, their own exclusive deal with a network. Yeah. But once Wouldn't you Notre get- Dame be what it is without the movie Rudy? Wait, what? Without the movie Rudy. Would it would Notre Dame? Yeah, because I mean, still, I mean, they have a they have a storied history. Yeah, I was gonna say Notre Dame and Texas have this thing like they I mean, just. Really all, I mean, in historical context, they're yeah, right up there with Texas. But Texas, Alabama. like, it, like in like the best talent, like they coming out comes out of Texas pretty much. I would. Uh, you make the debate between Texas and Florida. You can throw in Louisiana if you're talking about per capita. It just depends. Yeah, pretty much the Bible Belt is the talent. I mean, the Southeast. I mean, that's yeah. pretty much it. I think I'm just saying Florida that because I like the show Friday Night Lights. Well, I, think Texas, I, just, I mean, that's a valid. I mean, they, that's loosely based on true stories. Uh, I mean, Texas just has everyone. Just, yeah, Tim Tim Riggins would, would go to Alabama for sure. <laughs> like he would he would be in Alabama. I've what seen about, the movie. I've never seen the TV show. What oh. about Booby Miles? Got to spend a win, coach. <laughs> Put me in, I'll spend. I love that movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. 
you haven't watched the show, the show's pretty good. Nah. That just is uh it doesn't seem like my type of show. Uh all right, last question. Would you take ten million dollars right now for the rest of your life? There is a snail chasing you. And if that snail touches you, you die. The snail cannot be killed. It always knows where you are, and its only purpose is to kill you. Have you seen that movie It Follows? No. Yeah, It Follows is similar. That, but that's, it, the, that's the exact same premise. Is okay. There's just something constantly chasing me. But this is a snail. But it's moving slow. Right. My, my immediate thought is uh, I'm just going to put the snail in a jar. Not valid point. But, Not, what if but it, yes, I'm taking the $10 million and I'm going to trap that snail. I may get you to do okay, it. Let's say trap so wait, no, no, no. Trap so wait, so wait, so wait. Do, wait, do I get wait, wait, wait. Do I get to like know where the, where it starts? That's like, that was my first question. How much of a head start do I get? Well, no, I'm just saying like if you if you put me in like California and you're like, all right, so right, right, now, right. But if it's like fly, just me following me in my everyday life, south. like I only I only really go to work and go home. So like he doesn't like if you're saying it distance. after every if you're saying like every like five minutes it gets reset to be like a hundred meters away, <laughs> then that's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you guys think about it, like if it's I forget how fast they move. It, it's not fast. But like, if you just like forget about it, and then like it's slowly making its way to your house. No, Siri would be reminding me every every twelve hours about the snail. <laughs> they move but at point oh three miles an hour. But what if that snail gets there hold in on, on. eleven hours wait, and thirty minutes? Wait, Jerry, what'd you say? It moves at point oh three miles per hour, so that is one meter per hour. It would. Miles. Yeah, they don't. It's like uh, hold on, hold years on. in a year or something. Coast to coast. They travel about 32 kilometers a year. All right. So it takes a snail five days to go one mile. Yep. Yeah. So that means, yeah, yeah, I would do it. I would start, I would start, um, if it started in California, I would just fly back down south and then just forget about it. Yeah. I mean, that's what I would do too. Just kind of move around. Because you got to be good with your money because then you're just. Okay, how many miles? Hold on. Uh, for the record, I would take the 10 million as well. Uh, yeah, I think we all would. I feel like there's right. a way to. to... Hold on, hold yeah, on, hold on. 2,000 miles, 2,000 miles away. So 2,000 miles times, 2,000 times five. This is going to get embarrassing for you if you keep doing math. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> all right, so 10,000 days. So, how many years is that? 10,000 days divided by 365. Shit. We got to count for leap years. Uh, 27 years. Yeah, I'm taking it. <laughs> it would take a snail wrap more because I'm around it down. What's the lifespan of a snail? Let's say 30, the snail let's say 30 snail years. Springs and then you got two coming at you? Snail. So, I don't answer rules here. Um... Nine things to consider before buying a pet snail. Snails live anywhere from one to... They live up to 25 years in captivity. So there's a good chance the snail dies before we get to see. Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking it. What if it was like 50 grand? Yeah, I'm still taking it. <laughs> but the snail started in the same state as you. Uh, I don't know. I uh, I think he, I think he would just keep me up 
of not know. Like if you told me, all right, it like like let's say I lived in like Mississippi. If you told me like, all right, the snail is starting in Mississippi, but you didn't tell me where. I don't know if I'd be able to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've got plenty of time to figure it out. No, you don't know where it is. Could be, but it's, it could already be on you. Dude, but if it's in Mississippi and you're... Oh, another thing, too. Can snails climb? That's another thing. I think they can. Oh, yeah. They can climb on house walls. That Now this is getting terrifying. What if you were just sleeping and you just heard something slithering around? You woke up and then a snail just comes flying from the ceiling into your mouth and kills you. Well, you're not thinking of another thing, too, is like if you see a snail, is it you just kill all snails? Right. Well, you can't. Are you just like a mass snail murderer? You can't kill the snail. Yeah, it's invincible. But, so, but, 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 okay, so you're not even going to try to kill the snail. Yeah, like if you just saw a snail. Briskly walk in the other direction. Yeah. I mean, dude, if, if you see, if you make eye contact with a snail, you see the thing. If you see the white of his eyes, you walk across the street. Is it like a Medusa dead. situation? Like if he, if we lock eyes, like he has to touch you. He doesn't have to look at you. <laughs> is it a Medusa type situation? Because if it's a Medusa, like okay. if it's one of those things that like, you just see the snail and die, then yeah, I'm out. <laughs> uh, I I think it's a solid choice to just be like, take the ten million, figure out a way. What to if it was like fifty snail. grand? What's the least amount of money? Oh, 50 grand's not enough. I don't feel like that's life changing money what's, to be stuck with a snail. What's the least amount chasing. of money you would have to take? To it's got to be in the millions. Of a snail. I, I just, like I just know that I'm never going to look at a snail the same way again. Here, here, like, Dude, I could, you could buy a piece of land and then create a bunch of peaks and valleys for the snail to crawl through, and that's going to take them even longer because you're not now we're adding vertical to the mix. So basically what you're saying is buy a piece of land out in the middle of Alaska. Uh, yeah. Maybe in the rock. Somewhere else, Hilly. I'm going to go move to Patagonia. Do all this man-made, too. Crops. I'm, gonna I'm moving to Patagonia. Chili. <laughs> I just don't know if I could, like, have something so small taking up so much of my life. <laughs> just living rent-free in like your living, head. Living, like, rent-free in my head. Every every time you look at your bank account, you're like, I could die any day by snail. Yeah. <laughs> One little snail trail. You're done for. All right. I, anybody got anything else? Uh, No. I think, uh, I think what that's does everyone, it. What does everyone think about Roe v. Wade? Oh, my God. Oh, we're not talking about that. What? Uh, <laughs> way, way to tie it up at the end, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought we were talking off topic. Sorry. <laughs> it is off. It can't be any worse than our unpublished episode. Yeah, no doubt. That's that's my bad. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, that's it uh, for this week. So the plan is to do starting on uh, July. 18th or 25th, we're going to start doing conference previews. All right. One of the two. And then we'll roll through the five power conferences, and then it will be week zero. We might as well start off with the Pac-12 before they disintegrate. Uh, no doubt. I was planning on doing Pac-12 first. I know this is way too early, but I, I do, I do when the new college football game comes out, I do would like to set up some kind of segment where we re- recap the dynasty weeks we can do that now some capacity 
some capacity. If it That's what I'm saying. Like you're banking on this game having those modes, and from what it sounds like, it's not going to have those modes. I've never heard of a game just say in some capacity. Like that doesn't that doesn't sound good to me. No, no, it sounds terrible. So, I'm just saying we could do it now. We can't do it now because Jared broke his controller. Because Jared can go buy a new controller. Oh, dude, I don't even have a 360. I just have to get the whole deal. Do you have the game? I don't think so. Oh. Well, I mean, I've got, I can send you the game. I have a copy. Jared, look, Jared's about to have a kid. It's not good for his mental state. I mean, at this point, I don't think I'm the same person as I was then. I think I'll be fine. That's a valid point. We'll see. Yeah, sure. uh, I'm not going to let it make me as angry as it once did. I'll just be like, well, it is what it is. <clears throat> I mean. Do they still have the online uh, where you can track like the dynasty? I think so. Uh, shit. What was that called? Can uh, the new mode they released, is that, can we use that? No, because there's no, uh, you can't access the internet. Because you're not on the actual PlayStation. Uh, what about that game that you said was... Uh, that doesn't that hadn't come out yet. Because we could do that too. There's a, I, I spent literally three hours researching all the indie football games that are out right now. There's none that have like an online dynasty feature yet. Which is disappointing. There's a couple of them that look promising, but they're just not there yet. What was the name of that page? I mean, there needs to hey, be man, a shut it down. football game out. They may have shut it down. The the online dynasty yeah i think the tracker thing i think the website that was actually pretty cool that was sweet that's what i'm saying dude there's so many great features from like the 13 and 14 that just aren't gonna be i think we've talked about this but i don't know how like you can't i don't know how you go backwards like well it's easy i mean they haven't made the game in seven years well dude look at madden just look at madden yeah, yeah, Madden. I mean, Madden had his hadn't had a significant update in seven years. Yeah, Dude, but I, Madden hadn't gone. They haven't like, like everything they do. Like they release like new stuff. Like I'm yeah. saying, like I don't see how NCAA can go from 14 where they they know. You said Adam, those guys. They didn't the game, start right? working on this game until two or three years ago. It's going to be the same engine as Madden, which sucks. The I was going to say. So but you said the guys are working on it from that one mode, right? Yeah, but I don't know what they're working on. They're probably not working on the engine. They're probably working. But hopefully, on... they're working on like what they know, like what people want. I mean, I doubt any of them have a high enough position to like actually make that change themselves. Though, if that's not something they planned on doing from the get go, I don't think these guys are going to be able to convince them to implement it necessarily. I'm just saying, don't get your hopes up. That's all I'm saying. Uh, all I'm saying is I'm, I've just played some Madden 2022 and it's terrible, dude. It is so bad. It's just and not the thing fun. is it has less on it than but, its predecessors from 10 years ago. 
My biggest thing too, well, yeah, I mean, just the actual like gameplay and graphics, the players look weird. Yeah, they look weird. They're all too tall and too skinny. They look like yeah. aliens. They're like avatars. Well, they are, yeah. Well, no, no, I'm talking I mean, about the, the movie. I, I, but at oh. this point, like, blue. I mean, the gra- I feel like the graphics are good enough. Like, I'll take gameplay over Dude, graphics. If someone can even give me, like, NCAA 6-level graphics, but the gameplay is there, I'll play that nonstop. But I needed to not, like, it can't, I, don't, I can't do the 2D stuff. And I need. I just needed to not, I don't know. The hardest thing to write is animation, and nobody really gets those right. Have we talked about the new features that got released about NCAA or the new college football game? What features? Didn't they come out with a thing saying like a leak about some of the features? Oh, I didn't see that. They're. Um, I mean, they. I mean, they confirmed what we already knew that there's a ultimate team and dynasty mode in some capacity. Well, no, I'm talking about the features that like. Like, if you were playing Ohio State, like, the better your players do, the more stickers they have on their helmets. I mean, that's cool, but that's cosmetic, dude. That really doesn't mean anything. I mean, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's an, it, I appreciate that they're doing that. But, but that's what I'm saying. If they're, if they're getting, like, that much into detail that's about... Easy, that, I feel like that's an easy thing to do as opposed to, like, a robust portal system. I, well... I mean, I, yeah, I think that and probably the the uh, recruiting system is probably the most complicated. Uh, well, I can tell you what they're going to do for the recruiting system. Anyone who's played Madden franchise mode, the scouting system that they implemented this year will assign regional scouts for certain regions and positions. There's your recruiting mode. I think the problem with 14, though, is doesn't it always, like, the system always, like, tend to go one way? Well, the issue with 14 is triple it's like option, option, right? Yeah. Triple options very OP in simulations. So your military academy is always like after like year eight, the mil- like all the service academies are all like top five programs. Well, I take that back. Air Force usually doesn't make it for whatever reason, but Army and Navy do. So I would go in, I assign them to a conference, and then I ch- I manually change their offensive playbooks. And Alabama falls off a cliff after Saban retires. Like, I mean, I mean that actually might be pretty. Accurate. I mean, you went like the the year <laughs> I sent it to you. The year after Saban retires, uh, who was it? Jeremy Pruitt took over. They immediately went six and six, including a loss to Vanderbilt. I mean, might be accurate. I mean, not only did they lose to Vanderbilt, they lost by like twenty eight points. Good program. Yeah, no doubt. That's because right. in the game, State of Alabama doesn't produce. Yeah, we have like 20 seconds. <laughs> no, no, no. We can go to like an hour and a half. But anyways, oh, yeah, that's we... it for the episode. Uh, like I said, we'll be back in a couple weeks for start uh, conference previews. Uh, until then, we'll see you all later. Go Tigers. Go Dogs. Roll time, I guess. Jesus. <laughs>